And we are back with another episode of From the Raptors. Sam and I are here on Thursday, February 17th. After a, a long-awaited break, I guess you could say. Last time we put out an episode was the deadline. Some stuff got in the way. You know, uh, people have things to do, classes, work, etc. Stuff happens. Life. I mean, it Jack is, is a busy man. He is in a relationship. <laughs> Valentine's Day Valentine's was an event Day. for him. So, Do you see my Celtics blog article? Too? I did see it. I retweeted it. Thank you. Thank you. I thought that was cool. That was a fun one. That was nice they uh, had you do that, and it got... It was well received. I was Keith, the Keith tweeted it too. Yes. I was very excited. A bunch of people, Keith, Bill, shout out everybody at Celtics blog. Um, that was fun. But uh, yeah, now All Star break is here. Celtics were on a nine game win streak, lost last night as we were recording this to the Pistons. Uh, we can start there. I mean, I was telling Sam before we started recording, I'm not putting too much stock in it. Yes, it sucks, but it had all the makings of a trap game. They definitely should have won. I'm not saying you know it's it's an excusable loss. It was the Pistons. Like you have to lose, but. At the same time, it's hard for me to complain too much with how well they were playing before that loss. And it's just like, you know, everything happens. Plus the Pistons shot like 53% from three, which is like, I mean, come on. So that that's that's my feeling on it. Yeah, it's one of those things like, of course, they lost, right? They go out and beat Philly by 50. And then they come home to play Detroit, the worst team in the league, 29th in the league in three-point shooting before that game, right around 30%. Of course, Detroit shoots 53%. Uh, it's really annoying to lose that game on a nine-game heater heading into the All-Star break, too. Like, I'm pissed they lost for a couple of reasons. I'm pissed they obviously never like to see them lose. Second, that was a big game in terms of standings because I believe yep. tonight or, yeah, I think it's tonight, Philly and Milwaukee will play. So had they won yesterday, they would have a chance to really get close to Milwaukee or tie with Philly. Now they really, And they'll still be close. They'll, they'll still, still be, be close, close but, but it would be – I mean – it's just a missed opportunity when you're thinking about climbing the standings and how, with how close everything is, all these games are real important right now. You don't want to fall back into the play in no interest in that, but um, yeah, I don't think they're in too much danger of that. I don't think we'll they're see. close to the play in anymore. We'll see. It depends how they hold up after the break. I will say, but before I move on to like a, a silver lining to it, that's a game. I don't really care that the Pistons shot 53%. They gave up like 20 offensive rebounds. Like that's yeah. bad. Bad as well. Bad, bad, bad. Yeah. I'm not even mad about the blown lead as much in the fourth quarter because, like, yeah, they went up eight, and I, th- I really, they were never the really over. Up, they yeah, were never like, really. That's up. not. That's the thing. Like, it wasn't like a game they were dominating, and then they, you know, the wheels fall off. It was like, okay, they did put together that run to get space at the end, and they couldn't hold on. But there was some ridiculous things that had to happen for them to lose it. So. I'm not I'm not mad about the blown lead. I'm more mad about the offensive rebounds because that was a glaring issue. And it was mm-hmm. a theme all season when they were struggling. So you just don't want to see them fall back into that. But I don't think that's what's happening. And I will say, again, not an excuse. I'm not saying they just like it's OK. They lost. Not having Rob also hurts. Right. Obviously, any game you're not having Robert Williams is going to hurt you on the glass. You look at that Hornets game a couple weeks ago that hurt them. Um, not having Rob hurts, not having Marcus sucks too, but he was listed as doubtful against the Pistons, which is really good. That is a positive considering what happened. Yeah. But I, I it's the Pistons. You have Tatum and Brown. You should win. Of course. You know, again, like I said, I'm not making, I, I don't want to hear that excuse. I don't care. I don't, I don't want to hear there was a back to back. I don't care about that. They were up 50. Those guys had plenty of time to rest. Don't care. I, I just think they should have won. If you really want to spin it positively, like this is one thing I'm trying to like think about just because. I am not thrilled about it, but I think it's better than for them to go in the break on a loss like that. They'll have some time to think about it. 
get fired up because they got to play Brooklyn after the break. And I'd imagine Simmons will play in that game. Uh, KD will be in that game. Well, actually, I don't know if KD will be in that game or not. But regardless, that's a game you need to win for that play-in area. You don't want to fall back in. So you need to be fired up for that one. Not that I don't think they would have been, but I also think Brooklyn's going to come to play considering that uh, yeah. Celtics gave them the work on national TV too. So they're going to remember that one. Yeah, my thing with the Pistons game is, like you said, it's not really an excusable loss. You shouldn't lose that game no matter where you are, you know, on a nine-game win streak and a nine-game lose streak, et cetera. But I don't want to let one bad game take away from the body of work they put in over the past six weeks, right? Because they've been an incredible team for the past six weeks. And, like, if they had played this level out of the gates, people would be talking about the Celtics as championship contenders, like finals, finals favorites even like if you're playing that level of defense from the gate and consistently you're going to be a favorite to win the NBA championship and obviously you have to level it against how poorly they played to start the year but you also can't discredit what they've done over the past month because of one stupid bad loss like it is what it is every team loses those games and obviously it hurts worse because this is like a reflection on how the Celtics played earlier in the season but if you're looking at it from the body of 2022 which they've been great Every team has those losses. Like every, no matter who they are, maybe not the 10 lost Suns because they're an enigma this year, but like the Bucs have lost those games. The Bucs lost to the Blazers the other day. Obviously, Giannis was out, but again, you can't lose those games, right? You know, the, the Warriors have lost those games. They've blown leads. They, they uh, uh, any team, you can point to any team. I mean, the Heat have lost plenty, even with injuries, et cetera. People, you know, teams have those bad losses. And I see a lot of people complaining about the final shot, too. Um, I don't have a problem with that shot. Tatum got open and you take those shots from Tatum. Um, Fine with that. But it is what it is. I mean, they lost a game, but I still don't think that it's fair to detract from everything they've done. I tweeted out after the game. I said, the worst part about this is you're going to have the Celtics quote unquote fans uh, all over Twitter saying that, you know, nothing matters anymore. And I had a guy reply to me and saying, well, of course it, it matters. You have to talk about it. These are the same Celtics. They stink still. And I checked and it said zero followers, zero following. So I was like, okay, this is exactly what I was talking about when I tweeted this. So uh, I appreciate it. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. It sucks, but we haven't recorded since the Celtics have kind of emerged as this behemoth uh, with Derek White, especially. So let's talk a little bit of Derek White, I guess, and how you've seen him fit in with the Celtics so far. I mean, I liked it when it happened, but I know you weren't a fan of the trade because thrilled. you liked, liked Derek. Rich. How do you feel now, though? I'll ask you that. I think uh, so. I really kind of felt like they were similar players, and I felt like it was a lateral move heading into. Uh, well, not heading in at the deadline when it happened when we were on stream. And I was not happy. Uh, but I like the way he's fit in. I mean, he fit in pretty much seamlessly, played pretty decent yesterday. Hasn't been very good from three. Uh, he did make a pretty big one yesterday, but before that, he'd missed a good amount in a row. His shot looks fine, though. So it's weird. Like, I don't get nervous when he shoots because he looks like he has a good form. Like, he looks confident, shoots quick. It's not like somebody where. Uh, Let's let's think. I mean, I guess Marcus, you can say, or like when Horford was really struggling. Schroeder threes. Schroeder. Schroeder yeah, threes. there you go. Schroeder. <laughs> like those kind of things. Like it's not you don't feel like they shouldn't be shooting. He's played well, giving you good energy off the bench. Um, I was surprised that you could notice the dip in energy against the Pistons yesterday with Marcus out. I thought White might be able to fill that. Like it, it felt like losing Marcus in that uh Sixers game was not going to be as bad because Derek White would be there to back him up, you know. But 
you know, they lost. It is what it is. But White has been fine. I, yeah, I like and the way I, he fits. It wasn't White's fault. I still think he No, it wasn't well, White's fault. But it's a mix of everything. Um, I really liked Eric White. I think obviously you pointed it out because I said it. I said um you don't really notice the missed threes because they're winning games, and you noticed it a little more yesterday because they lost. But even in the grand scheme of things, I think you have to weigh it against everything else he brings. And even yesterday, he didn't shoot well from three, and you saw it a little bit. But the grand story was, yeah, White, you know, kind of was the glue guy, and he did everything. He played the Marcus Smart role, so I don't see it as much of an issue. Uh, it is what it is. I mean, like we said, the Pistons loss is the Pistons loss. Um, it sucks we didn't record during that, you know, hot streak so we could get hyped and that, of course, as soon as I would have been on, the, on the Kool-Aid, especially <laughs> to me, that Hawks win was a really big win because they fell flat out of the gates. They were awful. Chucking threes, everything that I was complaining about early in the year when they were struggling, went down uh, 10 going into the half. Then they come out, kick some ass that whole second half, uh, defend Trey Young really well where they were struggling in the first half switch do they were even it felt like the first game of the season when they were switching when it didn't make sense to switch like they were just picking up yeah. with the big guy on the little guy and they were giving them the easy switches like they did in the playoffs last year against Brooklyn where Rob Williams would end up on Kyrie on the perimeter like it wouldn't make any sense you were seeing all of that in the second half they really turned up Tatum played really well uh, Derek White had himself a great uh game too who else was mm -hmm. really I, Jalen even got his head out of his ass for a little Marcus bit. Marcus played really well that game, didn't he? I think so. I mean, Marcus has really been playing great. Everett, well, that's the thing over the past run for me, at least. Obviously, you know, Tatum and Brown are going to give you 25, but it's really like outside of that, it's a well rounded effort, right? Because the Celtics aren't going to win games with their offense. They win it by their defense, and defense takes it, you know, the whole farm. So and that's uh, me. Al Horford also deserves a big shout because yeah. he's been much better lately. He's been knocking down the threes. Uh, he had been struggling. You know, we had talked about it. Should he be shooting threes anymore? Should he not be shooting threes? He has figured it out. I don't know. I, I kept it's saying I, I'm not buying into him not making threes. Like, I just don't think shooting, especially the way he shoots, Jack, he doesn't even jump. He has a set shot. It's not like he's using his legs a whole lot. But he he has found his stroke a little bit. He's looking confident. And I think it might have been the Hawks game. He literally hit, like, a three on a break. Like, he was running the floor. Someone hit him with a pass, and he just stepped in and made it. It was unreal. I was like, he hit a big I, one against the Pistons too. He hit a big one. He it did. Yeah, he matter. hit the one to put him up in uh, clunch, clunch time, crunch time. Jesus. Also, random, and I mean, I mean, not random. It's about the game. Jeremy Grant made a really hard shot. Right, like they played oh, really did. good defense. So they played. I, I they, guess they didn't screw up really in the closing minutes. It was really <laughs> yeah. They they screwed themselves because they gave up offensive rebounds. Sadiq May made a prayer three, and Cade Cunningham got yep. away with a travel. So and Kelly I mean, those... was making everything too. Fucking Kelly. Kelly, well, good on Kelly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was frustrating. Like I said, the Pistons were just making like, and you, like, you're talking. And about the Pistons, Pistons came to play yesterday, and the Celtics did. They did. You, the yeah. offensive rebound numbers will tell you that they were busting their ass. They didn't give up. They went down eight. Really thought a team, you know, whatever they are. I think they have double digit wins now. If they didn't before. Um, Barely. That was our 13th win, I think. 13th win. Okay. Well, you, you really think they would have laid down after going down eight or however many they were down in the fourth. My man Grant was pulling threes like nothing. It was fire. Oh, Did I not bet me. on him yesterday because they, they, they have caught on. The odds are no more, <laughs> uh, no longer favorable. Mm -hmm. But I do love Grant. Love seeing him knock down those threes. He was fired up yesterday. 
I love me Grant Williams. And Cade Cunningham looks really good too. He looks like he's going to be a really good player one day. He's he made some tough shots. Yeah, missed a lot around the rim though. That was one thing I was like, wow, he's missing a yeah. lot of those layups. Also, shout out Daniel Tice. Tice, Tice is, is man. fire. Tice is great. We we need to go. I need to someone. I I'll probably do it. I'll like go on YouTube on my iPad and find when we found out and make that a gift per uh, Timmy G's request there. But that was a insane reaction from all three of us. It's great to have Tice back. He played really well against Philadelphia. I think he had four blocks, nine rebounds, made it three. Of course, five fouls. But he has been uh, a great addition to the lineup. You can sit Horford down. You don't have to have one of him or Rob on the floor at all times anymore. These guys are getting more rest. You'll see Horford's legs be a little bit more reliable for threes. I mean, you've seen him. What was he, 8 of 10 yesterday? He had a monster game. 9 of 11, probably. Al. Uh, he, oh, he was gosh. really great, but let me look. I don't know the exact numbers, but I believe you. I I am pumped that he is looking much better because at the beginning of the year, he was so great. He fell off a little bit, but I think Horford's someone that can be important to them if they're going to be successful at the end of the season here. And I also yeah, he, want to say, going back to before we got into the Derek White chatter, you were talking about the beginning of the season versus now and how if they had started like this, people would be saying they were going to win a championship, whatever. But it kind of water has found its level is really what yeah, we're yeah. kind of saying. I feel like that might ne- not necessarily be the case because this team itself has had to grow throughout the season. Like it's like a work yeah. in progress with a new coach, uh, some new role players, even though I I don't think they should have struggled like they did, but they did and they've improved. So that is a positive. They are closer to the team that they have showed us they are over the past month and a half than the team that started the season. That bad team probably is no more. I mean, was I not saying we need to give Udoka time because he's a regained coach literally all season? I'm yeah, pretty it, sure I said that the whole year. People that were quick to blame the coach, was I just didn't get it. I wasn't going to blame him, but at the time, I think what – I was saying was he's not hurting, but he's not helping yet, but they have clicked, but you cannot, I think blaming the coach is lame. 90% of the time it's incorrect, especially with this team who we saw last season was doing the same thing. And then he comes in and the same thing was continuing. It's not his fault. It's not Brad's fault. It's the guys on the floor. And I think he deserves a lot of credit for the turnaround too, right? Like, they're playing a very different brand of defensive basketball than they have in a long time. They've been good defensive teams and they've had good defensive players, but now they're a good defensive unit. If that makes sense. Right? Like the schemes Udoka is putting on the floor are working. They're still switching a lot, but they're only switching when it's best for them. They're not playing Rob on the center. They're playing him on the weak side so he can help getting blocks and helping on the drive. You know, they're doing all these little things and they're really working. Tatum, you saw Tatum guard Trey Young. Like, yeah, that wasn't Tatum. Udoka, but they put him in the spot that. where he's able to do it. I'm just saying, like, Udoka deserves a lot of credit for the defensive scheme that's being put in place. And you're seeing the offense work. Obviously, they're not hitting the shots still, but now that the defense has come along, it doesn't matter as much. So I, I think I really like what Udoka has done. I think he deserves a lot more credit than people are giving him. If they continue to play well, he's in a he's gonna start getting credit. I've seen Udoka praise on Twitter 
recently, which is not something I had seen very much of heading up to this point. I'm glad it, it seems like the players like him. He is someone that was critical of them. And I believe Tatum was someone that said he likes being coached, you know, harder. So this has probably worked for him. He doesn't sugarcoat things. And I guess that's it's just a different atmosphere in the locker room than it was with Brad Stevens. Not I still think Stevens is a phenomenal coach. Like they had great success when he was here. Never really got over the finals hump, but they had some incredible runs. Very fun team to watch. I still don't think it was his fault, but I'm very happy that the defense is shaping up the way it is with Udoka at the helm. You said all those little things they're doing to just make it a little bit easier for them to defend, and the numbers aren't lying. They are like at the top of all these categories in 2022, the new year. And even on the season, they're the second-best defense in the league, like even yeah. as a whole, which is incredible. Well, the they... defense really never was the problem. But it was, was never this stretch. good. It was never this good. It was never this good, but there was a stretch where it was bad. You know, like, oh, man, they were giving up a bunch of points to teams, but they were winning, and then they stopped. The offense wasn't consistent enough to, for that to be uh, enough. So they started losing, and everyone was pissed. But they had figured it out. Even yesterday, they only gave up, what, 100? Well, they gave 112 in regulation. It's not great. But before that, they had been holding teams under 100 like it was nothing. Yeah, before that game, they held their opponent – their opponent, their opponent to under a hundred in nine of their last 12. Um, and in four of those, it was under 90. So they were playing ridiculous defense and they still have the ability to obviously, you know, a bunch of factors hurt them last night, not having smart and Rob hurt and not bringing the energy. Cause it's right before the break uh, Pistons deciding to play like the 2003 Pistons also didn't help it, it, it. Just a whole combination of factors. And I will say the fact that they played that poorly and a lot of people will admit they played poorly and they were still with only within a point. Obviously it's the Pistons, but the fact, you know, it is what it is, right? Like I said, it it just comes back to, I'm going to take the loss with a grain of salt. Yes, it sucks, but they weren't going to win out the rest of the season. So it is what it is. It should, they should win every game. (laughs) And it gives them time now, like you said earlier, to reflect on it, right? It would have been great to go into the break with a high, but now they're going to, you know, be thinking like, oh, damn, we need to get our ass together for the rest of the season. I, I think that's one thing that you can take out of it. The way this team has been, had they beat Detroit yesterday, they might have come out flat. I mean, they still might come out flat, but I feel like it would be more likely that they might come out flat a week from today against Brooklyn, which is a big game for them, considering where everyone is in the standings. I mean, just without Brooklyn being in the equation at all, it's still big. They need to win for the teams above, but Brooklyn's somewhat close. I think it's two, two and a half games. They four are. and a half. Oh, it's four and a half. Four and a half. Really? Yeah. I didn't think it was well, that. It's still important. Celtics are only half a game up on Toronto for the seven seed, so that seven seed is going to be a thing to avoid. But, yeah, after that, they're four and a half games. Or, I'm sorry, no, it's two games. Sorry, they're four and a half games up on the Hornets. I was reading wrong. They're two games up on the Nets, four and a half games up on the Hornets. Um, So, you were right. It's two games up on the Nets. My bad. Misread the table there. Okay. Well, yeah, you got to be careful. Regardless. You don't want to fall back in that plane. It was really tough for them to get out above Toronto. Toronto has a weak schedule from what I remember looking at, too. I think they play again tonight. Uh-oh. Let me take a look. I'll take a peek. Uh, The Toronto Raptors play. Nope. That was their last game before the break. But Okay. Well, that's good. After the break, they have Hornets, Hawks, then they have the Nets twice. So hopefully the Nets come to play against the Raptors. (laughs) Well, regardless, those two games, one of them has got to lose. So the Celtics won't be plummeting. But. 
you you want to ke- uh, keep yourself out of the plan. I don't know who's third right now. Might be Cleveland, might not be, but that's a uh, six. Six isn't the worst spot to be. Milwaukee's third right now. Oh, maybe it is not a great place to be. Even though the, this, I was saying it to Tim on the pregame, and we were talking with the chat yesterday. I really, and I'm probably wrong just because Giannis is so dominant. Obviously, that's why they won. But the Celtics literally have been fantastic against Milwaukee over the last, like, since they lost to him in the playoffs, they have really had their number. They have played really good basketball against the Bucs. They guard him really well. They have, they have good answers there, a good defense, and they – I don't want to say they can stop Giannis, but they can slow him down. That's always the key <clears throat> with players like that. So I don't know, man. Is there anybody you don't want to see in the playoffs? Like first round matchup, what's Brooklyn. a nightmare for you? That's it. I don't want. I don't want to play against KD. I'm not sure about Philly because you you haven't seen Philly how they're going to look in the playoffs yet. It's great they steamrolled them the other day, and they absolutely should have. And they have played Philly really well this season. They beat him the first time. Should have beat him the second time. Blew a lead. And Cantor was guarding Embiid for almost the whole game. Played really poorly in uh, Philly the first time. They didn't come to play. Remember that one. And then, obviously, they beat him the other day. But I would have liked to see a measuring stick game. How do they match up with Harden? We haven't even seen that team play yet, never mind against the Celtics. So it's tough to say right now if I'd want to play them. Wouldn't mind facing Chicago or Cleveland. Who else is there that I'm forgetting? I do not want to play Miami. I want Miami. No yeah, no, no, no. Well, <laughs> you, they still have to play Miami at least one more time this season. I don't know how many times left. We'll see. I think once. They, oh, beat, no them, they beat them real bad when they were at full strength in Miami already this season. And still, the, when when they play them again, it will be at the Garden because they're done playing in Florida this year. Out of anybody in the East, though, they scare me the most. No, right Miami is a fantastic team. And I wish they had been healthy the last time the two played so you really would have more of a sample size. We'll have to see. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll uh, feel better after I see another game at, against them. Outside of Miami, because I don't realistically think the Celtics will get the Nets in the first round of the playoffs. I don't think it would end up being that way in the seeding. There's a chance, maybe 4-5, but... If the Celtics for some reason do end up in the play-in, I don't think it would be because they're playing bad. I think it would be because, you know, they lose a couple games and the Raptors just play insane, right? Like, that would be the worst-case scenario. At that point, my nightmare is the Hawks. And I know they just beat the Hawks, but I want no part of the Hawks to play-in. Agree. Completely agree. I mean, even for two and a half games, they gave them hell. And then the Celtics turned up in the second half and beat them. Yeah. But it was looking like it was going to be the same story, right? They got down 15 in that game on Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, it was rough. My thing is, the East is so wide open this year. There's no clear favorite. Like, Miami is my favorite personally, but, I mean, the Bucks swept them last year, right? The Cavs are hungry. The Bulls look good. The Nets aren't fully healthy. The Sixers need their team. The Raptors and Nick Nurse are great. And I put the Celtics and the Raptors on the same level. And that's not a knock on the Celtics. That's, you know, a big praise for the Raptors. because I think the Celtics are really good on that end. But. It's tough, man. There's going to be the Eastern Conference playoffs for a basketball fan. Sam, I know you usually only watch the Celtics. It is what it is, but it's going to be fun basketball all around. Like any of these matchups are going to be great. If Philly gets to play Brooklyn, I will pay attention. That's that that I will say. Usually if the Celtics lose, I, I, you know, F off and that's it for me. I go and watch Netflix (laughs) and enjoy my offseason and I, I still pay attention. I know what's going on, but I really couldn't care less as long as, you know, LeBron's not about a win or I last year. I don't think I wanted Philly to win either. I was happy when they lost. 
in Brooklyn, I was happy when they lost. My, but, sorry, continue. Yeah, I usually just end up rooting against teams. I don't really care who wins per se as long as it's not uh, anybody I don't like. My dream matchups in the playoffs. I want to see Philly play Brooklyn, obviously. That, that's clear. I think Toronto versus Miami would be really fun because of Lowry. I, I just think that'd be a fun dynamic. And I think the two teams would probably match up pretty well because, I mean, they had a triple overtime game earlier this season. I, I think that'd be a really fun series, really gritty. Um, I think the Hawks versus anybody would be really fun just because Trey Young is exciting. I well, think the Hawks are just Let's calm down a minute there. We, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. We don't no, want to no. say just anybody. We, we're no, going to. No. Maybe not the Celtics. I'll go Hawks Cavs just because two young teams. I think like that'd be really Celtics fun to watch. Cavs. I'd like to see Celtics Bucks. I think that'd be really fun. I, I think too. the Celtics would have a good chance. That'd be a good series. And that'd if they really beat Milwaukee, teams. like if they managed to do it, people would have to like respect them. They'd be like, wow, like that's yeah. a good win. They beat the reigning champs, whatever. Mm-hmm. And we're and talking then, like this, and then they'd get swept. And then I don't really care who the Bulls play. The Bulls are just <laughs> – it's what it is. If the Bulls are even healthy, man. Tim and I were talking yeah. about this on the pregame yesterday. Uh, Zach Levine, more like Kemba Walker, heading into the All-Star game with that knee, and they're teasing that yep. he's going to play. If I'm Chicago, I'm nibbing that in the bud. No, no, you are not playing. You're not I playing. I don't care. First of all, the All-Star game is meaningless. Second, you – you literally have an example two years ago that you can look at and say, hey, look at this. Levine is somebody that relies on his athleticism. That's one of his better strengths. He's a good shooter, too. But he's extremely athletic, which is something that kind of separates him from some other players. You can't be screwing around with a knee injury. I agree. How far we've come from Levine sucks, Sam. We've made progress here. Well, it's only been a year. We'll see. But <laughs> the- he has been a good player on this team. He's a good team. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I I don't move my I don't move my uh my measuring sticks. I stay consistent. I say if you're not winning, I'm aware. You start winning, you get some respect. I don't empty yes, empty stats mean nothing to me. Look at Beal. Couldn't care less for him. <laughs> um, NBA All Star Weekend is this weekend uh, as we're recording this. I mean, you guys are hearing it on Friday, so it's still this weekend. But uh, any events you're looking forward to, Sam, or do you not usually tune in? <laughs> I, I I will say this. I like the skills challenge. I like the skills challenge, and I used to like You're the only the, person. I know. I like the skills challenge, and I used to like the um, shooting stars. I don't care for the dunk contest. I think that sucks. I think, I mean, the three-point thing is I, – I don't care for much of it. I'm lame. I, I don't care for All-Star Weekend, really. Also, they changed fun. the skills challenge, Sam, so I'm sorry. Yeah, they keep changing stuff. That's the problem. They need to stop screwing with things. Like if it ain't, especially a dunk contest, like they were screwing with that for a while. Like stop messing well, with the rules. Let me read to you the new formatted skills challenge, right? It's like teams. It is teams. Uh, round one, all players from each team will participate individually with their two teammates rebounding. Each player has 30 seconds to shoot from five different spots on the court, ranging 10 to 30 feet. Players cannot repeat the same shot. So Shots that is made the shooting location. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. Yep. Individual player scores. Team with the highest score will win round one and earn 100 points. Uh, round two is passing. All players on the team will participate together. Each team will have 30 seconds to complete passes into three oversized targets, blah, blah, blah. Round three is team relay. All players from each team will participate in a timed relay. Players must complete the court. Which, court, sorry. Course. Wow. Uh, which has five skills in the following order. Throw an outlet pass to moving target. Two, dribble down the court through moving pylons. 
three, make a short shot in the lane. Four, make a three-pointer uh, from the corner against an automated defender. And five, dribble to the opposite goal, make a basket. And then final round is the half-court shot. The two teams advance. The half-court uh, shot is going to be yeah. fire. I love teams the half-court shots. Yep, yep. In the in the the team that makes a half-court shot in the fastest time will win the challenge. Uh, in the case of a tie, the two teams will repeat that final round. Um, do you want another team, Sam? Because the teams are actually pretty fun. And there's Giannis and his brothers. There's yep. uh, rookies. Giddy is Mobley in it. It's uh, Mobley's in it, but he's with Cavs. So it's Jared Allen, Darius Garland, and Evan Mobley. The Cavs are competing together. That's so weird. Like, whatever. <laughs> the the Giannis 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 uh, Giddy is in Thanasis it. Thanasis and Alex, and then it's Giddy, Cade, and Scotty. So it's three rooks. And then there's uh, the G so League team there's, a, oh, there's like a i only see three teams i didn't know there were four teams i think there's <coughs> one that's like three g league kids on the uh like the instead of going to college thing ignite no 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 i think that's for the rising stars no oh maybe it is i don't know they, they're screwing with all the rules i don't know what's going on they they that, should have that an event fun, though that sounds fun though the skills challenge sounds like it'll be fun the, it's it's interesting i love the half court shot thing i think they should do like half court shots but they should do it like uh like penalty kicks and like they have to match each other it, it, yeah. or or like they should maybe not half court shots, but like deep threes or something like that. Like shots yeah. that like Curry will make and Lillard, like those guys, that would be fun instead of the three point shootout. I think that's lame too. They put up like, you can pick your own money rack now. It's stupid. I don't mind it. I mean, I have fun. I like the dunk contest. I like it all. I just do it for the entertainment. The, the dunk contest is stupid too, because I think it was uh, two years ago. They had the dunk contest, and I remember watching and like Pat Connaughton did a dunk, and like he made it on the first time, and he got like whatever, and then whoever it was, like probably Aaron Gordon, he was in it. He did a dunk and like he missed, and then he did it like the second or third try, and like they gave him a fifty. Like if you miss dunks, you shouldn't get the full score. That's like part yeah. of it. If you if you know you can just miss, there's no reason to be safe like you know like you have to there's there's less skill in it says the guy that can't dunk a basketball but <laughs> I, I don't know I, I think it's lame plus let's see who's a top in who else is in it this year uh jalen green, jalen green will be, they, there's actually like good people in it this year jalen green is a good one Toppin is a good one there's one dude that's a big guy right mm, kind of no. not really he's a forward uh cole anthony for the oh yeah and then Juan Toscano Anderson for the Warriors. He's in it too. Okay. Well, Jalen Green's a good name. Anthony's a good name. Toppin's whatever. And uh, Toscano Anderson. Like, I know who he is, but it's like whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's cool. It was cool. Like, when Dwight Howard was doing it and he was like a star, like, nobody that like actually like cares usually does these things. Like, or not cares. Nobody that people really care to see. Jalen Green I mean, is going to be very fun to watch. Though. He'll be super fun. He he's a very fun person. Um, the NBA dunk contest was at its peak in 2016. That that Levine versus Levine Gordon dunk contest. Won. I mean, you just can't beat that, right? Like that was that was top tier. That was top tier. So <clears throat> it is was from there. Do you like the actual All Star game? Or are you not a fan? I like it better that they do the uh, the, the new scoring. What yeah, are they doing now? They're doing something. Are they going to have the Rising Stars play? in between quarters no 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 i'm pretty sure the rising stars i don't know the timing of it i know the rising if you're talking about the format change 
they're doing a tournament. It's just round robin. They're basically doing, they split up the rising stars pool into four, seven player teams. Uh, they had four players of the NBA 75 team. So like the legends, I forget who they were uh, draft teams and they're just going to play each other. So like two teams will play, two teams will play. And then the two winners will play. And that's the rising stars, which I mean, if anything, it's better entertainment because nobody really cares. if It's just one game, but <clears throat> a tournament style game uh, will be more fun to watch. So shout out that at the very least. I wonder if you can bet on it. <laughs> no, because if you can bet on it, like people actually care. I don't. I yeah. I find it hard to watch basketball when I don't have a like a dog in the race. I still appreciate like good play. Like I can watch like a competitive game and enjoy it. But like, when it's not the Celtics, I'm not going to sit and watch it. <clears throat> I mean, I I think I forgot if I said this on the broadcast. Maybe you weren't there. I the other day I chose to watch Blazers Bucks a replay of the game for fun because I wanted to watch Josh Hart. <laughs> and justice winslow play basketball so we yeah, are not I can't the same. do that <laughs> we are not the, well that's what makes our show interesting because you can't do the same guys talking it's no fun yeah there you go um what else is there to even talk about i mean i'm kind of running out of things i would have loved to see time warp do the contest yeah my thing is with time i don't want to hurt himself I don't think he'd be able to do that many different dunks. What do you mean? He can jump for like, he could be in the air for as long as you like. He can, but do you think he, like between the leg stuff, I don't know if that's Time Lord. The the point, of, the what makes it like so they can do the crazy dunks is not so much, it, it's really about dudes that can jump the highest because longer than Yeah, the it's air, also about coordination though. And I love Time Lord. Well, that's but. fair. That, that, is, that is fair. <laughs> but he could do some crazy stuff. Like, you know who could, I'd want to see? He could do the 12 foot dunk. I want Javante Green in the dunk contest. Javante Green would be a perfect person Fire. for the dunk contest. So good. That'd be, yeah. Past that, I can't think of anybody else. I mean, Jalen Green's a good. Pritchard. They nailed that. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, Jalen Brown would be fun, but I don't Jaylen think. Jalen would be good. I don't think Tatum could do it. I don't think Tatum can jump that high compared to these other guys. Uh, yeah, that's about it. I mean, Jalen and Rob would probably be the top choices. Neesmith would be fun, but just because he'd just dive and hurt himself. Uh, but that's they, about they it. should have like a dive, they should <laughs> they should have like a jail ball tournament where they put the ball at half court and they have to run out and like dive on the floor to get it. And then they play one on one, and it's like all so, these dudes like Marcus and Pat Patrick Bev, Beverly, Neesmith, uh, Neesmith, Facundo Campazzo. Yeah. Oh man, he's the worst. <laughs> F that guy after I was watching that game on Friday, I was so sick of him. But that's good for that means it, like Jimmy Butler would be great for that. Yep. Yep. PJ uh, Tucker. You throw PJ him Tucker. In there. Oh man, let's go. I mean, of course, uh LeBron. Very big mm -hmm. hustle guy. Uh, <laughs> throw uh Jared Vanderbilt out in Minnesota, he'd be good for that. Yep. Um man, there's there's some scrappers around. I can't think of people right now. I kind of feel like Bridges would be good for that, and uh, Charlotte. Which one, Miles? Yeah. Miles Bridges. Miles is good. It'll be fun. I mean, it would definitely be interesting. I don't think they'd ever do it because people would get injured. But no, yeah, you don't <laughs> want people getting hurt. I do think they should do a one-on-one -on -one tournament, though, like King of the Court. Yes, that they would be very do that. fun. That would be very good. They, very they fun. need to do stuff like where you, maybe like do that instead of the skills challenge. To be honest with you, or just do it. Like just I, I do like it. the head-to-head -head stuff. Like I like you the, know what. The, do that instead of the fucking celebrity game. I'm sorry. I don't care about the celebrity game. I, I would care if they actually had people like that were like interesting playing in it. It's just like Quavo and then a bunch of other people. Jack Harlow's in it. He's cool. It used to be a lot better when they had like real celebrities. Well, they had Kevin Hart do it. 
<clears throat> he was great. Justin Bieber when he was in it was the fine. guy from the White House that was nasty. I take a look. Who they should have well, about? What's his name? The White House. I don't know. He, he was like in Obama's cabinet or something, and like he uh, he won the MVP. Interesting. All right, here's the uh, the rosters for you. Let's see how many of these people I know who they are. Jimmy Allen. I don't know who that is. Noah Carlock. Nope. nope. Brittany Elena sounds familiar, but I don't. Nope. I don't know. Machine Gun Kelly. Sure. I, I know who he is. I like Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, Dierica Hamby. Nope. Nope. Nijah Houston. I know he's a skateboarder. I've heard the name. Okay, I, I know who that is. Now that you said that, I do know who it is. <clears throat> yep. Matt James. Nope. Nope. Ranveer Singh. No. Alex Toussaint. Why does that name sound familiar? I know that name. Well, another problem with this is they're just having like people from TikTok do it. That is also true. Like Who's I bet Alex half these people we don't know are from TikTok. Yeah, Alex Toussaint is. Oh yeah, he's like a, a influencer. I think. Yeah, he's an influencer sort of... is not a celebrity. I'm sorry. the The people they should, they should have do these games should be talented. They right, should just see. look nice. Jimmy Allen is. Uh, a country music singer. Okay, oh, sure. That's go. fine. Well, he's talented. There you go. Yeah, Noah Carlock. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to look up the names we don't know before I go on to the other team. Actually, no, I'll read the other team first. Um, oh, also, we already Anderson, went through a whole team? That was one team. Anderson Verajaz, the last person on that team. And that'll well, be we know who he is. is. Uh, <laughs> there's that. Annual Anwell Ah, as in AA is his last name. Anwell AA. I, sorry. Um, mayor Justin Bibb, who's the mayor. That's fire. The mayor's going to play in the game. All right, I actually like that. The mayor of Cleveland. Okay, See, Ma- that, maybe I was too harsh. That's okay. That's like really funny. Actually, <laughs> I was too harsh in the celebrity game. Maybe Kane Brown, who's a country singer. I do know him. I, don't I do know Kane Brown. Miles Garrett, the, the Cleveland Browns I know. guy. He's going to be the MVP. <laughs> that's very sick. Bobby Gibson, I do not know. Um, Tiffany Haddish, I know who that is. I know who she is. She's very funny. Jack Harlow is in it as well. That would be fine. Um, Chrissa Jackson. Nope. Anjali. Ranadive, nope. Uh, and John Marco Tamberi, no clue. They, right, they should literally just have like a bunch of athletes that aren't basketball players play. Well, Quavo's in it too. You didn't say him. I did. Uh, oh, I might have skipped over him. He was uh, on the other team. Yeah, Quavo's in it. Uh, he's just a given though. He's whatever. Okay, Noah Carlock. Who are you, Noah dude? Miles Garrett is going to dominate that game. NBA that's not fair. Like oh, they yeah. should have to have like another like dude on the other team that plays football or, or something. Who oh Noah Carlock, Fanatics all in challenge winner. So he won a competition to be in the game. That's fine. All right, whatever. Um let's see. Brittany Elena is a host, actress, athlete, and model. Dierica Hamby is a Las Vegas Aces forward. All right, sorry, my bad. Um Noah Carlock won a competition. Niza Houston is skateboarder. Matt James is the bachelor. That's kind of funny. Uh, fair All enough. right, that is kind of funny. <laughs> Just the bachelor. <laughs> Actually, he he's uh he's he the might be an old dude, bachelor, right? I think so. Yeah, I think he's old. Okay. I think it's yeah, I right. remember seeing him in the ads. Well, <laughs> that's funny. Bachelor's like on that. our station, so I always see like ads for it. I'll I'll back that. That's funny. Ran Ranveer Singh. I don't know. He says he's an actor. Let me look and see if I recognize him. Um, I do not recognize him. He's an Indian actor known for his work. What's, in what's he in? <clears throat> Indian films, like Hindi films. What? We would know. Yeah, it is. Uh, Alex Toussaint is a Peloton instructor. Well, uh, maybe maybe he'll be able to compete <laughs> with Miles Garrett. Because, no, he's probably in good shape. Yeah. Annual AA is a rapper. 
Um, okay. A Puerto Rican Raptor. Sure. All right. That's fine. Uh, mayor of Cleveland. Sick. Mayor of Cleveland is fire. <laughs> he gets yep. to stay. Oh, after, after we finish stupid. this, let's do let's do like two teams of uh, like people we would want to see. Yeah, that's fine. I'm stupid. It, it's not Bobby Gibson. Booby Gibson, the Cavaliers legend. He's an old basketball player. That's fine. Okay, that's fine. Um, Krista Jackson is a Harlem Globetrotter. That's fine. Okay, that's I'll back fine. it. Uh, Anjali Randa V. I can't. I'm so sorry. I'm butchering that. Um, he is, she is a singer songwriter. Sure. Um, my bad. Didn't know that. And then Gianmarco Tomberry is the, an Olympic high jump champion. Okay. So the rosters aren't that a high nice jump one. champion. Okay. They're, see that now is he on the other team? Is he not on miles Garrett's team? Uh, no, he is on miles. Garrett's He's team. on miles Garrett's team. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Six foot three, 29 years old, uh, Italian high jump champion. <laughs> Oh my God! Like, talk about stacking teams. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Let, yeah, let me look at this team. They also have Booby Gibson, the Cavaliers legend. They have the Harlem Glob Globetrotter. They have a rapper. They have uh, Jack Harlow and the mayor of Cleveland. <laughs> Mayor's gonna carry them. That's gonna be fire. He better win so, MVP. I know Machine Gun Kelly is really tall, though. I do know that he's tiny, he's skinny as hell. Yeah, he's, I know he's, he's like six seven. I might be more muscular than he is. That's Matt James is a big dude too. The Bachelor. I know he's yeah. big. So well, he must maybe he has a chance. All right. So who do you want? Who would you want to see in the game? Should Should we do a draft? Like we draft like seven dudes. <laughs> sure. Now, what do we want? Do we want it to be the best? Let's not do the best team. Let's just do most fun. What would be the most? Yeah. Like what? Would, I kind of think I would. I would want to see like people that wouldn't be good, but like okay, it would, like you know who they are. So this is uh, again for those listening. This is off the dome, and we did not prepare for this. Do you want to do how many? Do you want to do seven, five, full raw, like full starting five? Or? Let's do let's do eight. Okay, the good old email, uh, eight man rotation. Yes. Okay. Ideal. So I'll write it down so I can read it out after. And let's well, let's not do professional athletes. Okay. Can we do former professional? Like no. Like can I choose Olympians and stuff, or is it like no athletes whatsoever? No athletes. <clears throat> All right. This should not be an athlete competition. This should be a game of a bunch of people that can't play basketball. Okay. Uh, you can go first. Oh man, who who would I want to see? I think it would be really funny if like Bill Burr did the celebrity thing. I know you like him, so it would be so funny if he did it because he's definitely like horrible. <clears throat> yeah. Mine is maybe it's cheating because I know he can't play basketball, but I mean, I don't know how they haven't gotten Adam Sandler in the game yet. Adam I mean, Sandler just... would be fire. Yes, right? that would be a great pick. <clears throat> it's too obvious, right? They need to get him in there. Yeah, that would be so great if they got Adam Sandler. That's a great pick. <laughs> Thank you. All right. I'll you. let you go. It doesn't have to be a snake track. We can just go back and forth because it's. I mean, well, it's I have forfeited my first pick. <laughs> Bill's not doing damn a damn thing. Right, <laughs> Adam Sandler is such a good pick, man. Yeah. Um, this is harder than I thought. Now, now <laughs> I want to pick somebody that might be able to compete. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of got you with Adam Sandler. That, but Adam that. Sandler would be a great. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Snoop Dogg. I, I mean, I'm a good one. Like he, he's actually. I think like, he's done it before. Better. I think he's done it before. He has done it before, but he would be a good person to have. Do you want to go Snoop Dogg then? We, well, I'll do Snoop Dogg. I gotta think about my next pick. All right, God, I'm struggling to think. Um hmm. I mean, I'm you're gonna be mad because I know you love him, but uh, I want Childish Gambino. I think he'd be fun to watch play. He basketball. would be fun to watch. I wonder if he's like actually like coordinated though. No shot, but that would be hilarious. That's so. my guy. <clears throat> I'll throw it in there. Hmm. 
Okay, it's you again. Let's see it. This is tough. I would like to see Pete Davidson. That's a good pick. Pete like Davidson that. is hilarious. Pete Davidson's funny. Pete Davidson getting a lot of hate. <clears throat> now, well, a lot of threats, I would say, rather than hate. Do people hate on Pete Davidson just to hate on him? All right, my sixth pick, or sorry, my third pick. I'm going to go with Jack Black. That'd Jack Black amazing. would be fire. <clears throat> yeah. Jack Black. That'd be very fun for the celebrity game. They should put... Uh... I'd like to see Ben Affleck do this celebrity game. <laughs> it's so random. Why? <laughs> First of all, Ben Affleck rules. And second, he did uh, that movie where he was the washed up basketball dude. Uh, he coaches. It is a good movie. He's like uh, an alcoholic dude trying to make his life better. And he coaches a team. Gotcha. All right. Well, I'm also I'm going to take another guy that I think you would probably like to see. Uh, I'd like to see Tom Holland in the game. I think that I was going to pick him too. Yeah, Spider-Man would be very good. That'd be a good one. Uh, all righty, it is your pick again. What is this, five? Should I... Has Drake done it? Definitely. He definitely has. Are before. we sure? Has Drake done it? I don't know if he's done see. it. Drake in the Celebrity NBA game. There's no shot. Drake in the Celebrity game. I mean, they had I in Toronto, but I... <laughs> I don't think yes, so. Yes, he did. He did He did the Toronto one. Okay. I okay, won't pick him because he's already done it. I know Snoop Dogg's done it, but... I was really struggling at the time. Okay. Who else would be good? Um, the Affleck pitch pick is a great pick. All right. Yeah, um, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> um, oh, man. Oh, struggling. Oh, I just had one. Let's put Kanye on the same team as Pete Davidson. Jesus Christ. You're asking for trouble, man. Oh God! All right, Kanye West for you. Um, can I have a dual pick because they kind of go hand in hand? Sure. I want Wesley Snipes slash Woody Harrelson. I want both of them for, on the same okay. team. That's good. White, White can't man jump. can't jump. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> so now I have yeah. to take two picks. If you would like to, yeah, you can. Oh, uh, I just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't just take one of them. You know what I'm saying? No, like they have fair. to, they have, they have to be together. So I'll go with that. And I don't want to pick anybody like old that wouldn't be able to play, either. Yeah, I feel. <clears throat> I see. Like we said, no athletes, but I would want Perk to be in it. But I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not. I'll, I'll give you Perk if you would like him. No, I'll, I'll make no, an exception. We no. can't. He's right. still tall. He might not be in shape anymore, but he's still tall. I got you. I got you. Let's Fair. do. Um... Hmm. Oh, Are we struggling here? Should we do Marky sure. Mark? Put Marky Mark in there. <laughs> no, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> I'm picking like Boston celebrities. There you go. Fair enough. Alrighty. Um, give me Danny DeVito. In Danny house. DeVito. <laughs> I mean, that just <clears throat> that would be absolutely phenomenal. I'd love to watch that. So I'll go with uh, I'll go with Danny DeVito <laughs> in it's my game. Oh. Thank you, thank you. That'd be fire. I would. Yeah. Let's, let's uh, hold on. Let's see if I can't find a good list of people. Or like, I'm gonna go on the hot ones thing and see. Are you cheating here? A little bit. <laughs> I think Seth Rogen would be a good one. He'd be kind of that's funny. a great pick. He's definitely not in shape to play basketball, so that'd make it even better. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, 
I'll go Serena Williams just for the sake of Serena Williams is amazing. She, I just like Serena Williams. Well, she's an athlete. You cannot. Ah, fuck. <laughs> I can't choose an athlete. That's lame. Um, <laughs> God. I'm not going to pick her, but seeing Fergie play in an All-Star game after what she did to the anthem would be hilarious. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. God. I don't know, man. Um, what about shit this is tough give me um i just had it on the tip of my tongue i've been looking up things too i've been cheating a little oh joe pesci i want joe pesci in the all-star game do you know who that is <laughs> yeah i know who joe pesci is. i think yeah give me i want joe pesci in my all-star game i looked up shortest celebrities man is five foot four so really that's it yeah give me joe pesci please. i'm taking beetlejuice oh jesus christ uh, that's a good pick, though. Beetlejuice is funny. <laughs> How many apiece do we have? That's your last one. That was that's your my last one. All right, Beetlejuice, the captain. Oh, God, who do I go here? Um, I don't even know. I'll put Zendaya on the same team as Tom Holland. That'd be fun. Okay, go Zendaya. I'll keep it. Keep it there. <clears throat> um, no, actually, can I put the Queen of England on my team? No, I want Michelle Obama. I want Michelle Michelle Obama. Obama? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be fire. That'd be fire. She was in the Ulster game. Give me Michelle Obama. (laughs) Um, All right. Our teams, your team, Bill Burr, Snoop Dogg, Pete Davidson, Ben Affleck, Kanye West, Mark Wahlberg, (laughs) Seth Rogen, and Beetlejuice. What a bunch of that. (laughs) My All-Star team. No, no. I don't want Beetlejuice. I want LeVar Ball. (laughs) Okay. I'll give you LeVar Ball instead. That's fire. How, How has he not done it yet? (laughs) <laughs> they need Lavar. Um, my team the coach. I don't think he's physically right. inept to play. My team is Adam Sandler, Childish Gambino, Jack Black, Tom Holland, uh, Harrelson slash Wesley Snipes, Danny DeVito, Joe Pesci, Michelle Obama. That's my team. What a bunch! What a group! Lavar Ball will dominate. Never lost. Nah, Adam Sandler would cook. No, that would be, be a be fire real. matchup. Lavar Ball <laughs> would actually be, be getting cool. mad. <laughs> Imagine just watching. The, I would, you know what? I would pay to see that. I would pay to see Lavar Ball get cooked by Adam Sandler. 100%. Adam Sandler would be so great. That was a great first pick. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I had. To, I don't know I was how getting, I didn't think of that. He's always playing against dudes. I was considering Jay Cole too, but he's played, and that's he's just played. like boring. Um, I mean, yeah, we we can wrap it up there. That was a nice way to yeah, end, we can end wrap the show. It up. But uh, yeah, enjoy, uh, enjoy the All Star break, guys. Maybe we'll do a yeah. an episode before we come back here, bring a guest on or something. I'm sure. So. I'm sure we will. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, you guys can check me out on Twitter at Shaxamon NBA. Uh, and yeah, like I said, thank you for listening. Make sure to check out everything at BannertownUSA.com. And so yeah, Sam, go ahead. All right. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening or watching. Uh, you can always catch us on YouTube doing the pregames on Guy Boston Sports. You can also watch our pods there. We've been putting them up. If you don't want to watch there, you can go to Bannertown on YouTube. We've got them up there too. Or if you're listening on Spotify or Apple, make sure you subscribe and follow. Uh, thank you so much for listening. You can follow me uh, at Samuel Friends NBA. You can follow Jack at Jackson1NBA. That's our show. Check, check, go.